Brothers and sisters, in view of all we have just shared about God's compassion, I encourage you to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, dedicated to God and pleasing to Him. This kind of worship is appropriate for you. Don't become like the people of this world. Instead, change the way you think. Then you will always be able to determine what God really wants, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. Because of the kindness that God has shown me, I ask you not to think of yourselves more highly than you should. Instead, your thoughts should lead you to use good judgment based on what God has given each of you as believers. Our bodies have many parts, but these parts don't all do the same thing. In the same way, even though we are many individuals, Christ makes us one body and individuals who are connected to each other. God in His kindness gave each of us different gifts. If your gift is speaking what God has revealed, make sure what you say agrees with the Christian faith. If your gift is serving, then devote yourself to serving. If it is teaching, devote yourself to teaching. If it is encouraging others, devote yourself to giving encouragement. If it is sharing, be generous. If it is leadership, lead enthusiastically. If it is helping people in need, help them cheerfully. God's Word. China and Clay. Every person is important. Everyone is needed. Each individual is to offer their entire lives to God through worship and using their spiritual gifts. Every believer is to be active in building up others. When I was growing up, we had a fine china set that my parents kept in a beautiful china cabinet. The set and the cabinet are old and were a prominent part of our house. However, we almost never used it. I could only remember once or twice that my mom got the china out to use. God is not looking for fine china believers who sit unused in a cabinet church. Instead, the Lord is looking for rough and tumble clay pots, the kind that can be used every day. God wants ordinary table where that can be handled in a crash and bang world. Followers of Jesus Christ are to be like a working kitchen, where well-worn pots are filled again and again to dispense their life-giving contents to a thirsty world, and, where common plates and cups are used again and again to provide a hungry population with the bread of life. Jews and Gentiles Within the ancient Roman Church were both Jews and Gentiles, two groups vastly different from each other. They tended to keep to themselves and only operate within their familiar and comfortable circles of friends and relatives. But the Apostle Paul wanted them united through using their spiritual gifts for the benefit of the entire congregation, and not only within their respective groups. We are to give ourselves in service to one another because of God's mercy in Christ. Since God has saved us from our guilt and shame, we are to have a grateful response of worship that is dedicated to serving everyone. Worship and Service The word worship in today's New Testament lesson is where we get the word liturgy. That is, Paul's vision for the church was to have daily liturgical rhythms of spiritual worship, not just on Sunday when we might pull out the fine china and try to impress people. Paul did not guilt people into serving. Rather, he straightforwardly exhorts all Christians to appropriately respond to God's grace by offering their lives in sacrificial service as a form of gratitude to God. For this response, our mental faculties must be renewed through saturation in Scripture. It is here we discern our spiritual gifts, know what God wants us to do with those gifts, and use them effectively in the church and the world. Grace and Gifts Grace is given to every believer in Jesus, not just a select few. We all have different gifts and are graced with abilities for the benefit of other, without exception. When everyone collectively exercises their spiritual gifts, then there is clarity in knowing the will of God. All Christians must share and work together by utilizing God's grace, instead of getting burned out because others are not serving. Grumbling about what others are not doing begs the question of whether we are over-functioning, or not. It could be that we have succumbed to the danger the Apostle Paul warned us about, thinking so highly of ourselves that we believe our gifts are superior to others, so we need to maintain our control and hegemony in the group. 
This is a terribly misguided notion. Greater than each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others, as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory and the power for ever and ever. Amen. Greater than. Greater than 1 Peter 4 10-11, NIV. We belong to one another. Therefore, one major way of giving to God is through offering ourselves to each other with equity and without favoritism. We must not separate Christ from His Church. To say that we need God, but do not need the Church is to really say that we do not need God because the two are inseparable. Nowhere in Holy Scripture do we find individual Christians doing their own thing, isolated from a committed group of people, the Church. When Jesus called people to follow Him in service to God in a world in need, some gave Him excuses that they were busy and had other pressing matters to attend to before they could follow Him. Jesus simply left them and told them they were not fit for the Kingdom of God. Luke 9 57-62. When people were preoccupied with building wealth, or gaining power, or jockeying for influence, Jesus told them to stop it, exercise some faith, and seek first the Kingdom of God. Build your treasure in heaven, Jesus said, because it will be permanent and, not on earth where it is temporary. Matthew 6 19-34. Spiritual Gifts and Abilities We are graced by God with abilities which God fully expects us to use. Cheap grace is merely embracing Christ as a personal Savior but not welcoming Him as the Lord in whom we must sacrificially give our lives to service in the Church and the world. Spiritual health and vitality cannot exist apart from every person using God's given grace to contribute to the functioning of the body of Christ. The list of spiritual gifts Paul provided is not exhaustive but represents a combination of speaking and serving gifts necessary to bless humanity. Paul exhorted the church not to restrain people's service but let them go at using their spiritual gifts, full bore. Speak what God has revealed. Prophets do not foretell the future. Rather, they have inspired speech from God that addresses what God's people are to do in consideration of Scripture. Serving. Servants give themselves to all types of hands-on service. Teaching. Teachers instruct the faithful in all the revealed will of God. Encouraging others. Encouragers both speak and serve, coming alongside others and helping them to do something with both verbal coaching and tangible help. Sharing. Givers live a simple life so they can give generously and contribute to the needs of others. Leadership. Leaders get out in front and show the way in obtaining the will of God. Helping people in need. Helpers show mercy by seeing down and out hurting people and being a conduit of God's grace to them. There is no one person who possesses all these gifts. That's why everyone must work together to have a spiritually healthy community. A spiritually toxic community is the inevitable result of only a few people using their giftedness. To avoid relational toxicity, and embrace communal harmony, our minds need transformation through renewing practices of godly sacrifice, regular worship, pursuing unity, and becoming aware of our spiritual gifts. Here's three ways we can discover our gifts. 1. Pay attention. Every spiritual gift reflects God's grace and character, and so, you will find joy and satisfaction in expressing it. Your spiritual gift will be a place of deep spiritual formation and growth in your life, as God uses it both to powerfully connect you spiritually and to expose areas of your soul that need forgiveness and redemption. 2. Try. Give it a whirl. Volunteer. Connect with a service or ministry or try doing what you feel might be something God wants you to do. Gifts are primarily discovered from others observing and affirming your gift and not so much by going through a research process. The encouragers among us will be happy to affirm the gifts of others. 3. Develop. 
all spiritual gifts need growth, cultivation, and development. Paul told his young protege, Timothy, to fan into flame the gift of God. 2 Timothy 1 6. We will find our greatest delight in life through engaging in worship of God and service to others. That leads to a spiritually healthy Christian community that loves God, loves one another, and loves the world. God of grace, stir up the spiritual gifts of your people. May the gifts your Holy Spirit has decided to give us be activated and used for your glory and the edification of others. May you grant peace and joy in churches everywhere so that no one will be jealous or covetous about anyone else's gifts. May these gifts grow and develop in love so that the fruit of the Spirit will be truly manifested. May you receive all praise, honor, and glory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.